Hello, and welcome to The Daily Weekly. I'm Jennifer Muir. Thanks for tuning in. This week's episode is part two of a two-part series that looks at recruitment for job and internship opportunities out of the University of Michigan, as well as the actual work experiences themselves. Today, we'll be hearing from four students, each of whom has had a rather different experience in terms of their job or internship. We'll get to hear a bit about their expectations and then what actually played out. So let's get started. Okay, so I'm here with LSE junior Max Miley. This summer, Max took classes at the University of Michigan Biological Station in Pelston, Michigan. Uh, His views on getting internships are a little bit different from the norm, and so we really just wanted to get his take on things. So thank you so much for being with us, Max. Uh, We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And so could you just talk a little bit about um, why did you go to the bio station this past summer, and did you have a good experience there? Yeah, so I recently decided that I needed to change my major up a little bit. I came in uh, thinking I was going to do pre-med and I realized that environmental sciences are more my route. And so the biological station was a, a really good segue into taking those classes. I had an amazing time. It, it was really awesome to be around a smaller group of University of Michigan students who all enjoyed being outside and really appreciated nature in the same way I did. That's awesome. It sounds like you had a great experience. Could you talk a little bit, so what are your thoughts on the importance placed on internships at the University of Michigan? Were you surprised when you came to the school, kind of what people were thinking, and sort of what's your what's your perspective? So interestingly enough, I didn't really have much of a concept um, my freshman year, um, even kind of into my sophomore year of what internships were, uh, really, and like some of my friends hadn't really gotten into the idea of, of getting an internship um, but more recently, I've realized that uh, people my age and even younger have put a, a lot of importance on it. And that kind of contrasts with my personal views on mm-hmm. um, why you should get an internship and when. And uh, I think it's, it's a little interesting to see that at the university, so many people are so eager to get into an internship and then go right into a career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and do you think that people, maybe college students, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, should we be taking more time to do things that we actually maybe enjoy as opposed to doing internships? Or is there kind of an alternative that you see would be maybe better or just just an alternative? Yeah, I think that that just what you said, um, maybe taking a little bit more time um, would would make getting that job eventually um, more fit um, because there are a lot of opportunities besides internships that the university offers, like the um, study abroad mm-hmm. and and different yeah. sorts of maybe they it crosses a line a little bit into internships with like unpaid um opportunities but um not necessarily just like getting a job at a company so that you have something on your resume to then and maybe in two years get a, a career sure absolutely and then could you also just say if you what your plans are for this coming summer if you've made plans yet and um yeah kind of where you're headed so i don't have anything uh solidified yet but I, I'd like to study abroad okay. um, somewhere, preferably in the Eastern Hemisphere. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not super eager to get an internship sure. um, because I think that I'd like to start my career a little bit later in my life. Okay. And um, I'd like to have some other opportunities, uh, continue to learn more on the educational side for a while. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people share your view as well. It's just we don't, we don't hear from them enough. So um, yeah. thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Now I'm here with business senior Chandra Sahu, who worked in investment banking this summer at Goldman Sachs in uh, New York City. She worked specifically with the consumer retail group. So thank you so much for being with us, Chandra. We really appreciate it. 
Um, could you first just describe, um, you know, as a student in Ross, a little bit about what it's like securing internships? Yeah. Um, so within Ross, there are a lot of avenues that you can pursue specifically through the school. So lots of info sessions and opportunities to connect with recruiters. Personally, I took advantage of a lot of diversity recruiting programs. So starting freshman year, I looked for ways that I could connect with companies. Um, often I traveled to their offices um, and really got to know a lot about their industries and companies specifically. And that was the way I started to build relationships and recruit that way. Nice. And having had such, you know, a great um, internship experience at a, you know, such a well-known company, what's your perspective on students who may not feel as inclined to get those summer internships right away and maybe pursue other avenues of work or just, um, you know, decide maybe not to work for the summer? What's your perspective on that? Yeah, I think there's this huge misconception that you have to land your dream internship junior summer and now there's pressure even sophomore summer to do it. Um, what I see is that so many seniors re-recruit. I don't think that your junior summer is your end-all, be-all. And I think it's definitely acceptable and it may be best for some not to take the internship and to do other things. Because at the end of the day, in your interview for full-time or whatever you're pursuing, it's all about the story that you're able to tell. Sure. And if you're able to wrap that into your story, great. Absolutely. And then how do you feel your summer work has prepared you kind of for your future career and sort of, um, I guess, yeah, like things you've taken away from your internship or, you know, work, valuable work experience that you feel like you've gained? How has that um, kind of prepared you and, and uh, positioned you? I feel like the totality of my recruiting and work experience has just shown me that we're all people. And the key to both work experience and life experience is trying to understand how you can help others help you. So the more that you give to someone, the more they're going to want to uplift mm -hmm. you because you're making them look good also. Um, so that's a big thing, just learning that rule of reciprocity. Sure. And then another are tangible skills like Excel. I love like being able to build something really quickly in Excel yeah. or learning different ways to optimize processes. Um, and I think that the internship gave me the opportunity to build a lot of those skills. Awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for um, sharing your insights with us. We really appreciate it. And thanks so much for being with us today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Now I'll be chatting with LSA junior Miles Bennett, who worked as a camp counselor this past summer at Camp Michigania. This was Miles's second year working at the camp, but she was actually a camper there for 10 years. So thank you so much for being with us. Um, thank really you for having me. It. Yeah, thank you. Um, so could you talk a little bit about why you chose to work uh, this summer uh, as a camp counselor at Camp Michigania um, and kind of why you chose to do this as opposed to maybe pursuing an internship or a different job? Well, like you said, I camped there for a while and I saw how amazing everybody seemed to be there and the kind of people that they attracted. Yeah, for sure. And it was something that I've wanted to do since I was young. And I'm also trying to study education. So working at a camp just seemed kind of like the right thing to do. Um, so kind of I guess in a in a similar like realm um what are your thoughts on the importance that are placed on internships at the University of Michigan it can be obviously a really cutthroat competitive process yeah. some people go through a lot for it some people don't um kind of where do you where do you fall um in that because it really does sound like this past summer you really like went with your passion and sort of did something that you really wanted to do well my first summer I was actually a student at University of Texas at Austin and I never really thought twice about getting an internship. Yeah. And my second summer, I transferred to University of Michigan and saw how mm -hmm. everybody was very like driven towards their internships. Sure. So I definitely think that like 
it, people are very competitive here for internships and yeah very important definitely does it do you think that students should maybe be doing something that more aligns with their passion or do you think that it makes sense to kind of go for like those really like kind of fancy career oriented jobs if that makes sense <laughs> I think a balance of both yeah you know maybe like earlier in your college career doing something that you won't have the opportunity to do once you graduate and then possibly as, as you get closer to graduating doing more career oriented things Awesome. Yeah. And then do you have plans for the coming summer? I know you're interested in pursuing education further, but um, have you decided what you're going to do this summer or at least what you'd like to do? I'm thinking about either getting a job back home, nannying some families that I used to know and possibly going back to Michigania. Hopefully. (laughs) That's awesome. And could you tell us just like briefly what you do there as a camp counselor? Yeah. My first summer I worked in the Arts and Crafts Center. So I helped both children and adults because it is a family camp. Um, My second summer, I was a lead teacher in the kids camp area, which is where the children from zero to six are. And yeah, hopefully next year I will be working with kids ages seven to 18. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. And it obviously really aligns with your interests. Um, Thank you so much for sharing your insights and being here with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So now I'm on the phone with public policy senior Lydia Murray, who is now in the Michigan and Washington program, both working and taking classes in Washington, D.C. Lydia also spent the uh, past summer in D.C., where she interned for the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, the DCCC, and had quite an interesting experience. So, Lydia, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, So my first question is, how did you find yourself interning at the DCCC this summer, and kind of what were you expecting from your internship experience? Um, so, sort of frankly, the DCCC was the first internship offer I got, and I didn't really want to apply to that many more and thought it would be a good experience. Um, it was my first time going to D.C. for any sort of professional thing, so I accepted the position just hoping to learn new things and learn about the city and the way um, sort of things around campaigns and around the Hill work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I ended up there. Right. And you must have known that the position was unpaid before you accepted the internship. So uh, when in the process did you decide that the lack of pay was an issue that you needed to push against and and, and kind of mobilize around? Yeah. So I, like, I, of course, knew that I wasn't going to go be paid when I went there. I never expected to be paid. That was just part of the deal. Um, It wasn't until a couple weeks in that I started noticing things about the culture and with the intern class that made me think that, Starting a paid internship program would be really beneficial for the TCCC, not for myself, for the other interns. We weren't trying to get paid. Um, It was just a beneficial thing, I thought, for the organization, Um, particularly because most of the other interns that I worked with, while they may have been talented in their own right, were rich white people. And it sort of made for, like, an uncomfortable environment at times for myself and the other interns of color who Sort of at times, it seemed like everyone else there got there because they knew somebody on the inside, and Mm -hmm. we were the outsiders. And I felt that comfortable, uncomfortable at times, and I know some of the other interns did as well. And it wasn't as if the other interns didn't deserve a position there. It was just um, there was a lack of opportunity, it felt like, for people of color for a large part. And that's something that's really prevalent here in D.C. as a whole unpaid internships, they go to people who can afford them, and that's usually 
white people and there's always rich people um, unless your school has an option to give you some sort of funding, but that's Mm -hmm. often limited. Would you say you were nervous about making waves or even receiving pushback from the DCCC? I was a little bit nervous, but I thought I was sort of doing something good. I didn't think that there could be all that much backlash because at the end of the day, it's a good program. If this was the Democratic Party that we were talking about, they should want to have a more diverse Mm -hmm. intern class. I know, like, the DCCC itself was, like, one of my first days there, they were publicizing their diversity figures within, not within their interns, but within their staff itself and celebrating the fact that they had increased diversity, which is great and very important and something that's important to the Democratic Party. Um, so I didn't think it should be something that I was too afraid of, afraid to speak out about. Um, mm-hmm. Especially also because within those couple of weeks, I also learned that I frankly, really hate campaigns. I did not mm-hmm. want to work in campaigns, so I didn't feel a super pressing need to use that internship yeah. to get my next job, so that Got also it. played into it. Right, and so could you walk us through what happened, um, you know, how you decided to write a letter to your employers at the DCCC? Did you have to convince your fellow interns to kind of get on board with you? Uh, I know 12 ended up signing uh, the letter alongside you, but were there any interns who wanted nothing to do with it, or perhaps they didn't even see the problem with not paying interns? Yeah, so what I did is when I first started thinking about this was after I read about a measure that was passed in the Senate um, or proposed in the Senate to start a $5 million fund to pay interns there. And hearing about that, I also, in hearing about that, I also heard about this organization called Pay Our Interns. Um, I knew nothing about this organization. I didn't know how big Mm -hmm. they were. So I just sent an email to their forum and was like, hey, I'm an intern at the DCCC. I was thinking about trying to do something here to help interns get paid. Do you have any resources? And they've got back to me, like, right away. It's it's actually a pretty small organization, um, and I know the people who work there pretty well now, and they recommended that I write a letter. So that same evening, actually, I went home and I wrote the letter that sort of just outlined what I was thinking and what Mm -hmm. I was feeling for the past couple of months, and they helped me edit it a little bit, but it was mostly my own voice. And so then after that, I had the letter, and I went to the other interns. I just sort of said in our group chat, was like, hey, this is something I wrote. If you guys want to sign on to it, I think that'd be really great. But if you don't, I understand. Most people were really supportive about it, and Mm -hmm. they thought it was really Mm -hmm. important, too. Um, There were some people who, like, one person pulled me aside and said, hey, like, I, like, am depending on this to get my next job. I can't sign on to it. Some people were afraid. Most people understood that, one, they weren't going to punish everybody if everybody signed on to it, and, two, that it was an an important thing to do um, because everybody there was working an unpaid internship, and even though everyone there, like, to an extent was able to afford to do that, they understand the hardships associated with it. So after that, we... After we got the signatures, we addressed the letter to the executive director and the chairman and delivered it. And then kind of, you know, wrapping up, uh, what ended up coming from the letter that you penned? And then how did your internship uh, experience at the DCCC conclude? Um, So at the end, we did hear from the chairman and the executive director. And I've since heard that the DCCC is moving to start a stipend-based payment program for its interns, similar to what the DNC already does, the Democratic okay. Committee. They do a stipend-based program. 
So they are moving to start that. Um, I don't know exactly what the timeline is, but I do think that there's some positive movement going on there. Great. Well, thank you so much, Lydia. We really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for phoning in. Thanks again for tuning in. Please make sure to listen next week. Again, I'm Jennifer Meir. This episode was produced by Colin Beresford, Maya Goldman, audio engineer Ryan Cox, and managing podcast editor Avery Friedman.